Clayton here from howtodrawcomics.net along with co-host Rick Bulo for another episode of the How to Draw Comics podcast. And in this episode, Rick and I will be talking about finding your path as an artist. And as it turns out, Rick has been doing just that as of recently. Or so I've been told, Rick. Yeah, at least uh, I think I'm, I found the more correct path now. Yeah, totally. For sure. It can As be tough, can't it? Oh, indeed. Especially, especially when, when you have the issues that I've had, that a lot of th- things in your head that you want, but, and you try everything at once that you want and never really get anywhere. So you, you have to sit down at some point and really, really look at yourself and find out what you want, you know? And it's a thing every artist comes up, uh, comes up against, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. You know, when I was teaching in the classroom for all those years, which I've recently stopped doing this year, but uh, one thing that really stood out to me is just all the different backstories of the students in those classes and how each and every individual had, you know, things like depression. Some of them had anxiety. Some of them had a serious bout of procrastination and laziness, and that was really what their problem was. Um, You know, drug problems, problems at home, relationship issues. You know, there's all these different things that happen to us in life that can actually really determine whether or not we end up having that window of opportunity where we're able to jump through it and actually follow our passions, where we're even able to clear the fog away enough to get that level of clarity. So yeah, man, don't worry, I hear you. I was lucky enough to kind of always be on my path, and that's something that I'm very thankful for, which is why I think it's going to be really interesting to kind of hear things from your perspective and get your take on it, because I think that there's a lot more people out there like you, probably, than there are me. You know, everyone I talk to, it's kind of like they're they're still figuring out what it is they want to do. And yes, there is a number of things that they'd like to pursue, but it's just nailing down that one that matters most that you can't live without that really matters. So, yeah, man. Well, let's talk about like what you've been up to for, what, the last few months, beginning of this year? Yeah, I think it was around the the time where we took that break. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it started. It actually started from there. I was, I had a really hard time with myself because my PTSD. I've never said it as directly in a podcast as I have right now, but mm-hmm. I suffer for heavily from PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, you know. And. What? Uh, um, I have another. I know another comic artist who actually suffers from the same thing. Funnily enough, crazy. Mm, w- anyway, yeah. go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so and some uh, sometimes with with that problem is for some people uh, with with that disorder, uh, the 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 word stress is the is the strongest the word to focus on because. That's that's the mighty issue. People stress out out of the smallest things, and for others, it doesn't mean mean as much as the disorder part. As there's a thousand different, every different per every, every different person have a different way of showing their PTSD. 
which mm-hmm. makes it a really uh, weird diagnose, uh, diagnose to get. But mine have always been, and you've probably seen this in me, I, I come up and get higher about ideas and and then suddenly I just lose track of everything around me like, oh, oh shoot, I had podcast today. You, you've seen that in text when you've reminded me and Ed and I'm like, oh shit, there's a podcast, stuff like that. Mm. And it's not because I don't, I, I want to forget it or I don't care, just that my mind is already on, on another level because my head, my attention my focus is everywhere everywhere at once and hmm. so i lose focus at but i always come up with ideas all the time i want to do and then i start doing them and i never finish you know yeah right so is that so is that the result of the ps ptsd is that how I, it affects your your focus and and how you pursue those ideas and and tackle them Sorry about that. It was my cell phone. If you heard that, <laughs> it's okay. um, it, it, it's one. It's one of many. I also have. I I also fight with being uh, what what people that does know better call being lazy. Ah yes. Yeah, that's a because tough one. Because many many people say that doesn't know see that as uh, procrastinating. Uh, you're just lazy, but it's just the issue is uh, if I have. A thousand opportunities and choices ahead of me my head just goes click and i just don't want to dare make a decision so i just go eh, you know mm. so i'm i always I, i've always been like i want to either be told what to do or i just have a one or two or two choices of what to do like mm. that's why i've never been good with girlfriends it's like uh when they've got, I don't know. I got. I don't know what to do. What do you think? I'm like, and when I if we're like, what do we want to eat tonight? I don't know. What do you think? I'm like, there's yeah. a reason I asked you. Like those small things could really make make me uh, when I had less control just say, well, forget it then, and then I'll storm out the door and go home, like yeah, stuff like right. that. Just to this is just to like set it up the exam uh, example of what uh, how it how it is for me how it yeah. was for me and, and and it's probably something that ordinary ordinary thinking normal uh, quote-unquote normal people has been going through in one way or, or the other but with people with a diagnosis in some way yeah, it's just more intense if you can imagine what i mean yeah definitely and it is hard to make decisions and and be decisive and go one way or the other especially when it comes to the different projects that you want to tr- tackle concerning, you know, your passion and, yeah. and whatever that entails. But yeah, I totally get that. And that's also why, that's also why uh, you probably noticed as well, seeing we've talked, that I'm sometimes it's very, very, very brutally honest and logical in my choices or decisions and very militant in my t- choices and decisions. Yeah, definitely. that also comes. That also comes from my past with my military father. Which I, I've mentioned that many, many, many times before in podcasts. So I don't want to go into years of that. But being militant and decisive making in that way have really helped me when I got older, and I took that back into my into my life. That and that really helped me a lot. 
Yeah, so that helped you to stay focused and stay on task. Exactly. That helped me so much that I stopped I stopped taking medication like mm -hmm. uh, many years ago because I found my own ways of handling it. And nice. I don't believe in medication to be uh uh, to be a to be a long-term solution for 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 psychological mental issues, but yeah. it's it's a help. I'm not saying that, and I'm not gonna go deeply into it. That's a whole thing in itself. Yeah, yeah, it is. But that was that was my that, that I started using uh, using uh, using that again, and I started getting back on track, and I started to find out what I wanted, and. But then, but then back in going back to where we we were supposed to start in January, yeah. everything fell down. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't, you tried to both you and Ed really tried to prod me to get back into things, and I was a little, I popped my head up, I popped my popped my head up up in uh, up in uh, as an admin and doing that. Now there yeah, was really just not 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 a lot. Yeah. And then then my friend contacted me. We had talked a really close friend of mine. He's also working as a coach, coach. Mm -hmm. And uh, he told he told me, well, when the summer is coming, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kidnap you and we're gonna go to the ocean. I'm like, eh? Why? It just sounds silly. Silly. I've never gone camping before. Like, yeah. But. And then we got there, and he, he put me up on a, uh, at the end of a of a really dark harbor in the middle of night at one at one day, where it was only the sound of the ocean and and the wind coming in a little, and just the stars and uh, and whatever you can see out there a little a little uh, just complete silence without, uh, and it scared me to stand there in such a in such. In as much silence, because my because then I could start hearing my thoughts and just stressing even more, like ah, because I usually I usually dampen the the sound of my thoughts mm -hmm. uh, with music and talking and blah 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 all the time. Yep. But suddenly after the after stay and I wanted to go, but he just he stood on the other end and just uh, shook his head every time I turned around, like like nope, you keep you keep standing there and looking and just relaxing. So he knew what you like, needed. Yeah, he knew where he is. Like me and him, we me and him are a hive mind, so to speak. Like we're so good buds. He we we say the same exact things at the same exact times, like without even planning it uh, yeah. and, so, and uh, crazy stuff like that so he just knew for some reason he just knew and he put me there, and he put me there and he said and after five to t ten minutes of that like it was like the, the the sound of of everything around me just became a part of a big part of my head as well like my thoughts just brushed brushed away like i don't know how to explain it but it was like and I could just feel my whole body suddenly fall together, fall fall down in the in the good way, fall down. Not like I was falling down, down and hurt myself, but shoulders were a little lower, a little more relaxed, and everything. Mm. Yeah. And right. I suddenly, 
and I suddenly uh, started seeing things like as clear as I have seen in a really long time. And it was really weird. It was, yeah, I can't describe it really. Yeah. So it sounds like you just needed some time to get your thoughts, go through the thoughts and process them a little bit instead of ignoring them and just allow yourself to deal with what was going on inside your head so that you could move on from it. Is that maybe what it was? Like... It's uh, something like that, but I also think I just needed to get a, get away from my head, so to speak. Like, totally. I needed to get, a, get away from my everyday life that helped, uh, helped building the stress around me. Well, it is amazing because oftentimes what I find is, you know, about once a week, I'll spend some time just with me and my lady and we will put our phones aside and not look at anything to do with work or social media or anything like that. We essentially disconnect for a bit. And we notice this in a much more dramatic way when we went on a holiday, just like you're talking about with your vacation. And mm-hmm. it was for about you know a good two weeks where we had we didn't have any mobile reception, so we just kind of shut off our mobile phone and we didn't have access to the internet at all or anything like that. And it was interesting because it wasn't all that hard to do, to be honest. You know, once you, you get there and you're having a good time, you're relaxing, it's actually quite nice. The biggest point at which I noticed the effect of being detached from the online domain was when we got back to the airport, switched on our phones, and all of a sudden, all the emails started coming through, (laughs) Facebook notifications, Facebook messages, and this anxiety that you didn't realize you had before just floods back, and you really feel it in an intense way because it's just because you're coming from such a relaxed place right and yeah. then all of a sudden switching it back on it's just you're bombarded and so i think rick that we don't realize especially in this day and age where we're getting information coming in from a multitude of different inputs we don't realize how much of an effect it's having on us how much is raising our anxiety our level of worry our level of stress and it's giving us more to think about than we can quite frankly handle if you think about our parents and the level of mental noise that they would have had to deal with growing up when they were our age for example it wouldn't have been that much it would have been kind of tangible everyday things such as you know what are we going to get from the shops to eat what are we going to, you know, how much do we have to save up for the bills this month? It would have been pretty menial stuff, you know, or should I say meaningful stuff, whereas these yeah. days we're, we're very focused and very distracted by menial things that don't really matter but cause a lot of, cause us to fuss a lot. Yeah. The people, are, people are putting their worries up on the internet and then other people uh, people read them and they it starts to become their worries and then they take their uh, the other people worries into them 
and it just continues to build up even though even as even if you try to push it away because I try my best not to be like that. I try to I try to be a prick as I use as I as I jokingly call myself Rick the prick because mm-hmm. I many people say that sometimes I can be one because I I'm so blunt and some people something is some things is just stupid in my opinion and I push away and but that like I don't want I, I don't want to hear about some uh, some American girl speaking about how sad she is that her cat was run over because it's not my issue it's not my problem but it's cold man it's cold exactly it's it's cold but i i but but you but it's what you we just talked about you yeah. take it in and it becomes what your issue and it yep. and it piles up alongside your issues when you see sh- uh, shit like that hmm. Yeah, I'm not holding back here. Sorry no, yeah, like you're, you're thinking about it then. Like, even yeah. though you're across the other side of the world and it's got nothing to do with you, this is something that's now playing on your mind and adding, maybe on its own, it, it doesn't really affect you in a huge way, but when you start adding that stuff together and the rapid amount to which similar things become added to the list of stuff that you're concerned about, that's when things start to get stressful for all of us. I would say pretty much 90% of us in this day and age are suffering from a gentle hum of stress Mm -hmm. at every moment, even when we're trying to go to sleep. Like, I don't know about you, but I can't sleep at night, barely, because I'm I'm worrying about stuff. Dude, yeah, dude, we've been speaking together on podcasts where I've been up at uh, at shit o'clock, so you know I can't sleep because yeah, well, I'm stressing. Sometimes I have to, sometimes I have to be stay up like almost uh, f- uh, forty two hours or forty eight hours just just so I phys- so my brain physically has to t- shut down because mm-hmm. I can't I can't go to sleep and that's not healthy. Yeah, and that also helps build up the stress because. You need your daily sleep to have that protection from the stress, and yeah. that's not even enough. And that's not even enough anymore if you're not careful and being a little bit, a little bit of a prick sometimes when it comes to things that you shouldn't care about. Like when you see, when you see someone like an American, okay, like let's take a GoFundMe mm-hmm. as an example, like. Oh, I know this person, but I can't. I can't really pay. I can't really use money on, on this person. But maybe I could help in another way. And then you start thinking of that because you want to, because you worry about the person, because you have a faint uh, acquaintance with them in some way or the other, and you start worry about them. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then, then you want to. Maybe I could do some free work for them. Ah, but I. But then I have to also work. I can handle both my own work and there and and this little freebie stuff, hmm. and and still and still be on uh, be on uh, be on uh, in the Facebook group and help help there as much as I usually am. And ah, it would be no it would be no problem. And then there'll be another GoFundMe as an yeah. example, <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. And then. Uh, and then on YouTube you find out oh one of your YouTube one of you you fo- you follow on YouTube is asking a little bit for help because something really bad happened there. Oh well, I'll try and see if I can help there as well. Yep. And it just builds up 
and you just go more and more insane. <laughs> That's true. So, and you do have to take those opportunities like you took the initiative to do to switch off. So when you did go on your vacation, Rick, what did you notice? What happened after you were standing out there, you let your thoughts pass you by, seemed like you had come to terms with them in one way or another, and all of a sudden, everything had a bit just, more clarity. I, I, everything just looked so simple, uh, simple to me. Look, let's go back to, to finding your path, right? I've yeah. always known... I've always known I've, I wanted to do something uh, something with art. I've always started, known that from yeah. as soon as I can remember. always wanted to do art. But just just by saying that, there's still a thousand things to do when it comes to that, right? Yep. And and I wanted to do everything. I've wanted to do port- learn portraits, so I learned portraits. Oh, I want to do, oh, I can see Bob Ross, I can see other painters like the big paintings like Mona Lisa and all that. I could do that, I could learn that, I could, that's pretty, I could learn all that. I see I see comics, hey, I could learn that, I want to do that as well. I also, mm. oh, 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 you want to, oh, you want to learn from me, little uh, student? Well, okay, I can do that as well, I want to do that, wow, that's really good as well. Oh, I really want to do comics as well. Ah, oh, Alex Ross does it, so I can do that in that way. But I also want to learn it in Clayton's way. I also want to do it in Robert Masolo's way. But I can do that if I just practice. There's oh, I can, I have plenty of time. And then I realize I turned thirty-three on Monday on Sunday. You're still young. <laughs> no, well, yeah, 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 yeah. True enough. True enough. Yeah. And and that and but. All those thoughts just disappeared that day that I started that I've been standing on that harbor for some time because I, there's a difference about what you what you what you want to do and what you can feel deep inside you that really gives you something back, right? Yeah. I mean, I want to be a comic book artist. I want to be a comic book artist because that could be fun to do. That could be fun to be doing. Mm. But I get I have I get so much more out of it by teaching, by being a teacher, by being a helper, mm. by help by helping and teaching others, like I like I do like I do the doing the group, right? That's where I that's what I get most of. Not not getting the attention from 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 the people when I buy my own stuff, but helping others get that attention because. It seems like that's what they want, and they really work for it. Mm. So, and that's what I want to do, and that's what I want to do, and that's why I came to you almost immediately with my new YouTube idea. Yeah, totally. And I think that'll be something that could actually work out quite well. I'm looking forward to that. Um, yep. The the basic idea. I'll just yeah, go ahead. Those who doesn't talk a little bit. I came to you some weeks ago, or even more so. I said I had this idea about uh, bringing bringing a teacher in uh, in a like a, in a Google Meet session like this, and a student, and I'll pick a different teacher for, uh, for every every episode and a 
different student from every episode and I got the per- perfect place for it to find people like that, right? After all, totally in the How to Draw Comics group. So it was basically how I saw the, it, the how, I, how I would love to see the group work out. Yeah, I think that would be a great way of building the community, strengthening the relationship between the members, and really allowing them to connect in a new way that is more valuable and rewarding to them as artists. Because it's not just learning that makes you a good artist. It's also teaching oftentimes can make you a good artist as well. I know for me that that's definitely been the case throughout the years. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's a fantastic idea and that it's going to take off and... Keep a lookout yeah, I, for it, listeners. If you are, you, you know where to find the the YouTube channel and the videos on the on the site. So be watching because uh, Rick is going to jump onto this new video have, series and make it happen. And I and just to uh, just uh, just a little tease, I already I already dragged uh, Clayton into saying yes to be a teacher at some point. Wink, wink, teacher. Wink, wink, viewers. <laughs> The, now just to, yeah. just to tease it a tease it a little people that already said yes to be te- uh, to be uh, teachers it includes uh, Ed Feuchuk yourself Rob Masulo even though he's as busy as he is he said yes he he li- really liked the idea but the first episode that's coming up as soon as you, as soon as you have time find time to it because I know you have your own episodes to also put up mm-hmm. and it, and I don't want to interrupt uh, your flow with that uh, is uh, the first teacher there is Aaron Bartling that I'm sure many already know a little of if uh, they've been in the group of fant- one of the greatest di- digital painters that's in the group in my opinion definitely he's the, first one, he's the first one there and when it comes to finding students is that's always so easy for me because you you just have to look in the group who looks like they really want to learn and that's so easy to see if you know what to look for very true Big time. So was that something that when you had the space to think about where you really wanted to go next, was this an idea that came up for you? And that, came, that, came a, that came a little later. That came when I was about when I was heading back and I was uh, scrolling on the inside uh, in the car and I was scrolling on Facebook uh, in the group. Mm. And I was like, and I was like, well, we got the podcast, but but the podcast we the, we can't talk so so uh, so uh, uh, in details about drawing in itself and learning in itself. So yeah. how about how about we do videos like this? Yeah, and also get and also get that out there because people also said they want they want to see that more more of that. So I thought, well, we find a teacher for each subject, and a student that really needs to, that really wants to learn about this subject, and we put them together. Yeah, big time. In a Google Meet like this, and then we just share a screen. Either either it's just the teacher that shares the screen, or both the teacher and the student. And I'll be there to be the anchor of conversation and make sure that everything goes, not goes complete anarchy even though i'm not the best for that <laughs> but yeah oh. you know what i mean i 
so so that was my basic idea and i thought well i'm a hundred percent sure clayton will would love this idea if i just explained it proper enough and uh, after after and after 20 tri- tries i finally managed to explain it properly and you liked it yeah i did i did i thought it was an excellent idea so yeah man it's going to be a good addition and something that can really increase the amount of value that how to draw comics.net is already offering and i think it's also another awesome way for you to get involved as well rick so that's and that's also one of the plans i want to get more involved than i already am uh, I always, I also went back to my teaching as I talked about. I had uh, last year. I also, I also went back to that. Ah, so you're teaching again? Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, that's that's what I, that's what I want. I realized. You realized and, uh, that, huh? I, I don't, I don't, I don't much care about wanting to do my own comics as much as I thought I did. I, I want to do it, but it's it's different. It's I get more out of here wanting to help and teach than hmm. being there being the one getting the attention from doing the comics and such, if that makes sense. Yeah, and it can be hard to, in your case, pinpoint what it is exactly that that you want to do. Because initially, as you said, I don't know what you wanted to do as a kid, but I'm going to assume it was something creative. Maybe yeah. it's still the comic book art stuff, but you know, and that's carried through your twenties all the way through to your thirties now. And yet maybe in some way it just it just didn't have enough behind it for it to really turn into something. And maybe that was a good thing, because maybe you were supposed to do something else which is this that you get true fulfillment out of to be able to teach others and help them out and pay it forward a little bit. And that is a very rewarding feeling. And I think ultimately, when you're looking at the higher tier things that someone can do in life, that's certainly up there. You know, oftentimes, most of us kind of just work for ourselves. We go to the nine to five job to earn a good living for ourselves or our family, the people immediately close to us. And we take care of those, the our circle, so to speak, our inner circle. Whereas I think that sometimes when you get to, and it's almost like, I don't know if this is the case for you, but when you get to a level where, you know, things are kind of taken care of for yourself and, and those around you, you start to want to branch out a little bit and help others that are outside and and reach out to them, which I think is certainly what you're making strides to do, Rick, in especially this new YouTube series that you've embarked on creating. Yeah, well, that's that's basically it. Yeah, I want to. I see. I see. I see a lot of people in the group, both people that that stays they 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 have the passion and want to learn comics and uh, and learn to get better at drawing and also i see people that a lot of people that really has that in in them you know you can easily detect who's who of the in the in the group and i must say and this is not me stating that some people are liars because that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying you can feel who just wants it a bit more who, who really shows that passion like 
take an example out the first student in the first video we are that's coming up katie mm -hmm. she put everything up and put a sketch up and she just said go wild on it tell me what can do be done better i know things can be done better just tell me and she took every single little criticism in and directly worked alongside those criticisms and in the comments kept updating us and asking okay what now okay what now okay what now you know totally so i really felt like that's that's the kind of passion that i that i remember from myself so of course i want to help those uh, those kind of passionate people right certainly those, so people that get mad at uh, that loves getting criticism and is easily able to see and use it uh, use it properly those are the people i want to help those people that get mad at getting criticism well now the rick the prick comes up in me again but you i can't mm. i can't teach them anything yeah they are very difficult to teach anything because they're just not open enough so let me ask you clayton this shouldn't be all about me because I also hmm. seen a lot, uh, a lot of uh, change, uh, change from you uh, hmm. as of late. You've oh, yeah. been, you've been better at uh, separating uh, your, your, your work from, from your, from your social life. You've become more. Uh, you seem to have started spending more, uh, remembering to spend more time with, uh, with, with friends and such, and not let your work take over, like. If you remember last year, we talked about that could be, have been an issue. You seem more able to able to structure that. Or am I? Is it me that uh, is logging too much into it or seeing too much? But it feels that way. Also in the way that you show things and mm. and and when I usually back in the day when I came to you, you were you always always ready to do things. Now I can I I get surprised when you say, "Well, I'm actually out." I'm like, what? Yeah. That's not the Clayton I'm usually usually talking to. <laughs> Out, Clayton? What? Yeah, totally. You know, to be honest, Rick, it is interesting that you managed to observe that somehow from afar because this year has been a very different year to previous years. I have been, in the past, a very stressed, driven dude, right? So, like... I'm very, like, I'm anxious and worried and determined to succeed in almost every project that I tackle. And I'm really, really pedantic about it. I'm a perfectionist, as you know, right? Mm -hmm. The big change this year has been relaxing and, and chilling out a little bit. And I don't know quite where that came from. For me, I think it's just that... I got older and I got past a lot of my inner blockages. So for me, that would have been making sure that all the stuff that I put out there met or measured up halfway to this unrealistic, almost impossible standard that I would set for myself. So getting over that perfectionism was something that really helped me out a lot. And it's been therapeutic because you may have noticed that more than ever, Funnily enough, I have relaxed a lot more, yet at the same time I've been putting out tons more content. I was about to say, you produce a lot more as well. Yeah, and that's the, the crazy part, right, is that all of a sudden when I stopped resisting, you know, they say what you resist persists, right? 
when I just kind of did what I could to the best of my ability and and put out things not based on how perfect I thought they were for me, but just the amount of value. Like I started looking at the value within them and how that value would benefit those out there that were looking for the help that I was offering. And when I started to view things that way, all of a sudden I was putting out this content, putting out more YouTube videos, especially really helped me out with my speaking abilities and being able to let go of the perfectionism and the hangups that I had about that. And this has really allowed me to produce content for howtodrawcomics.net and thus help a ton of people exponentially, like more than I ever have so done before. And it's been really, really great to be able to do that, especially at this point, this many years down the track since howtodrawcomics.net started, which was about 2014, I believe, start of 2014. It's amazing mm. to be able to get to the point now where all of a sudden things are ramping up and scaling up. It's almost like when they talk about that curve of, I don't know, success or acceleration or whatever it is that it's usually referring to, but you have that, that curve where everything's steady for a little while and it's slowly, slowly, slowly rising bit by bit and then all of a sudden it just curves straight up and I feel like things have gotten to that point. But as you said as well, I'm much more relaxed now uh, as far as knowing when to take a break from work and hang out with friends. I started going to the gym a lot more, actually, uh, like wow. five days a week. And have, you, have, you, uh, have you bragged to Ed about it? Uh, no, no, <laughs> I wouldn't dare. <laughs> um, because I'm sure Ed could out-gym me any day. But, you know, it's been good to... And I walk to the gym as well, so I'm getting that sunlight. I never used to get a whole lot of vitamin D whatsoever. So now I, I'm able to get that sunshine and I have that space to think about things and to consider what I'm going to do next and to pick myself back up if I do have a bad day. And so, yeah, I've, I've made a, I've did a little bit of housekeeping, you could say, Rick, and managed to restructure myself in a bit more of a productive and I think healthier more stable way and you cleared up you cleared up your path so to speak yeah and and you know many would look at me and say hey you know clayton you, you've built all this and this guy's probably got to worked out but actually i'm not that different to everybody else you know i just kind of narrowed down what i wanted to do and i worked mm -hmm. toward that but actually i still come up against many of the same thing that everyone else comes up against along that path and I gotta figure out ways to overcome it as well. And luckily I think the best mindset that you can have and one that I'm very blessed to have is to be always optimistic and to keep on pushing forward even in the face of what looks to be pointlessness or hopelessness. You know, when you're feeling down, you've had a bad day, knowing that after a good sleep, when you wake up in the morning, that things can be better. Tomorrow will be a new day, and it's probably going to be okay in the end. I think just knowing and, and having faith that it's going to be okay is one of the most important things that you can have. Exactly. You know you know what I think have helped the both of us? I can at least speak uh, 
speak uh, on my own uh, own health but mm. having having these podcasts have really helped me like yeah. see things that, that i've might not been able to see myself but you've then touched on that you've seen with me and ed has done the same and so on mm. and like we, we've talked about our own problems and issues and i think that had helped us, us both realize realize the things we might uh, might could do better like you know the things you say the things you say here that you've changed is things we've talked about uh, you you and i and uh, many of uh, many of our podcasts have discussed in some way or the other that hmm. that that so it's been therapeutic for the two of us we that's my feeling maybe it's not I, i've never seen it as as directly as being that but i think it's been at least been for, been in the back of my head a part of it like the talks we've had that had helped me progress into uh, what this uh, what uh, what i'm embarking on now well yeah definitely it's like when you were on a vacation with your friend right and it's like when i catch up with my buddy or my my brother every you know weekend or every second weekend and you know when you go out and you, you catch up with people and it's like being on this podcast it's like you know yeah. when, when you interact with the community out there you are able to get outside the confines of your own mind, which is ruminating on whatever it is you're worrying about, and get new perspectives from people you trust, who are like-minded, that are, you know are going to help point you in the right direction again, because I think we all need that. We all run off track from time to time, and we find it difficult to find our way out of the woods on our own without that guide beside us. And so I think mm. it is important to have you know, close friends, but also looking after yourself. And and I realized that that was something very important, actually, for me. As I said, the gym, and then I just remembered as well before, I've been getting more sleep than ever, which is something that I never used to get, right? I would uh, uh, I'd go to sleep at like 4 a.m. in the morning, and I'd wake up at 10 in the day. And <laughs> if I got like, six hours sleep that was like all that i thought i really needed but it was funny because a lot of the time people would tell me that i looked tired and i i would tell them i didn't feel tired you, you know but yeah. yeah i was uh and so now i'm, I'm getting a, a ton of sleep and i think that it, it always had felt like back then that i didn't have enough time to do everything that i wanted to do you know as i said i was stressing about so much stuff and mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's almost like a, a process of, as you were saying at the start of the podcast, letting go of a lot of things, a lot of hang-ups that almost hold you hostage or they feel like they're, they're holding you hostage a lot of the time. And that's just an mm. imagined chain around your ankle that I think you can yeah. leave when, whenever you like. You just got to make the decision to, to break it and... All of a sudden, you realize that hey, things don't have to be as hard as you've been making them. Exactly. I mean, just finding out your path again to 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 quote what we we're talking about uh, the main topic here. Mm. The the first thing to do is find out what you really what you really want. Yeah. 
And for me, for 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 me, it's to help others get better, and to and and be teaching more than more than uh, uh, being on the front page of a comic book as as I thought it was. And for you, it's the same. And yeah. you and now, but you also realize, okay, but I also, but my passion is also my family and friends. Definitely. So I need to. So I need to combine those two paths now instead of making them opposites. Combine them and let them work together instead of me being forced to e- pick either or. Right. Yeah. That, that's basically what you've done in trying to put it up in a picture. The easier, easier to imagine the scenario here that to to you are two paths and you combine them. Well, yeah, you do realize that they all feed one another in a way. And as much as you might want to focus on one, it's important to realize that the more you focus on one over the others, the more that one is going to take away from them. Those other things within your life that kind of stabilize you and make you you. So if you can make them all work in synchrony in order to achieve more in all of those different areas within your life, then that's really the key, I think, to being the most productive and the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. So, yeah, 100%, man. And, you know, going back to, to what you were saying about finding your path as an artist, I think the other thing to keep in mind is getting that clarity. Again, clearing that fog so that you can see the far path in the first place because a lot of the time we have these distractions and these hallucinatory worries that seem to plague us a lot of the time and take away our attention from that path to the point where we're blind to it. And I think that it's difficult sometimes to actually get into the headspace that you need to be in in order to be able to figure out what it is you're truly supposed to be focused on and doing. But if you can get away on a vacation or you can just take a moment each and every day, like take 15 minutes, do nothing. Just put down the phone, put down everything and just use it to think, to to work through your thoughts a little bit and to really ask yourself, what's next? What am I going to focus on next? Because if you don't decide beforehand, what ends up happening that I've seen with many other people that I've seen with myself sometimes is that if you don't figure out where you're headed before you start moving, you're going to be at the whim of so many other things that could draw your attention away from from what really matters. You know, you might get a phone call from somebody who asks you to be somewhere at a certain time or you, you know, work might ask you to stay back late. Or, you know, mm-hmm. your your girlfriend or your boyfriend might ask you to go shopping with them on the weekend, right? And and the thing is, is if you haven't figured out what you were going to do, then why would you do anything else other than what other people want you to do? You know, so really try to set that time aside to just for your own sanity and your own direction in life to be the pilot in your own 
in your own vehicle, you got to th- figure yeah. out what the roadmap is. Otherwise, you're not going to to know where that destination is is going to land you. If you're not if you're not the driver, it's not going to be the road you want to go down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and, yeah. And I don't think that's just a, that's not just for artists. This is for basic life, really. Have control. Yeah, I and think it, so. It, and it's become harder and harder to have the control with what we have stated with the, all the social worries around us that's unnecessary mm-hmm. uh, to be put on yourself. But it's it's because it's becoming even more important mm. to remember: be your own, be your own, be the driver, be the driver of your own of your own life. Absolutely. So, Rick, let me ask you: Do you think that when it comes to teaching, which and and giving back to others and helping them out, which seems to be, at least at this point in time, where you've decided you're going to have the most impact in your life. Do you think it'll always be helping other people to draw and do comic book art, or do you think you'll branch out into other areas and help them uh, with, with other things? You know, say for example, uh, people who have peer PTSD, like like yourself. Oh, I already am. I already yeah. am. I'm uh, I'm working on uh, I'm uh, w- working on starting coaching. Yeah, in like in, uh, like what areas? Just general or? Just, uh, right now, there's uh, like like I said, where I work as a teacher is for people with the the with different issues like uh, mental issues and already. So I already have that in that close to me and talk about already there but there's also just they work together with another another place that handles uh, people that comes asking for help with the different mental issues and and talking to someone with experience that has been in it like me like going through all the all the hoops you have to go through and know the pain and the, the stress it's really helpful for 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 new for people that's new to it mm. that finds that that's understanding and I, I want to be I want to be that as well because I can be I I just want to help people when with, with with things I know about right it doesn't matter what it if it's art it doesn't matter if it's my experience with uh, mental uh, mental problems uh, it's I can even help people learn how to sleep I'm good at that as well. Are you, Rick? Because it yeah. doesn't seem like you're very good at sleeping, my friend. Oh, oh, oh! When my fam- when I when my head first go cold, I can sleep, or I can sleep twenty four hours. It's not healthy, but I can. Yeah. But I was actually also gonna say that now that you talked about it. After all the after all this vacation thing and everything has gone well, I sleep six hours a day. I wake up by myself, not even stressed. Uh, six to uh, six to eight hours a day. And it feels so bro- uh, so lovely. When had it? How long had it been previously that you'd had a vacation? Since I still left with my uh, with my mother, like a real vacation where I could relax. Yeah, mm. yeah. There I was seventeen. Now, not even there. I was f- fifteen. Yeah, fifteen so, years old. Like f- so. That's over. That's over half my life. 
So that's like, yeah, that's over half your life, right? So, but I'm now... I'm turning 33 to Sunday after all. Wink, oh, wink. Happy birthday. Happy oh, that birthday, took, you long, took you long enough. I've been, <laughs> I've been pointing that out for... Uh, anyway, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do to celebrate? Absolutely nothing. Uh, I don't think so. I, I might take my... I might get my girlfriend and my bonus son over and have a little something. It's not... I don't really feel I don't need to to celebrate. I, I don't have that need in me. But if other people want to celebrate me, I'll be happy. To, I'll be happy to, um, and it'll be fun, and I'll have a good time. But it's not a need for me, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I get you. Well, that's great, man. I'm really pleased to hear that. So now you know what it is you need to do a little bit more regularly, right? Get yeah, to take I, a break, I, have vacations, wind oh, down yeah. a bit. Exactly. I uh, yeah, I got uh, a much better idea of how it is to be a grown up now. Because going sixteen, seventeen years without a break, it's no mm. wonder you got stressed out after a while. And and I'm guessing during that time you were you were kind of finding your your place in the world and figuring out. Again, what it was that you could do that you'd be able to be in a position to benefit other people. Yeah, well, I've doing that doing uh, doing that time. I've been through some really heavy and bad shit to say to mm -hmm. say politely. So, and it's but yeah, I mean, all those things, even even as bad as yeah, they are. Some people would like to sit and cry about, oh, I had a hard life. I'm sitting, yeah, I had a hard life, but I, now I want to use that hard life to perhaps make sure other people doesn't don't have to have it. Well, you know, as I said at the start, Rick, like there's so many other people out there in the world who have all sorts of shit that they're dealing with in life and things that they're working through, and it's something that you come up against as a teacher and mm. and that you end up kind of working with the student through and yeah. it can be tough as somebody who cares about them because it's not like you can change their circumstance directly but even if you're some outside source of advice and direction and encouragement Maybe yeah. that that's something, even if it's not that much. <laughs> it's better. It's better than nothing. And as as long as I can feel that that it does something, I'm happy. It doesn't have to be a miracle. It just that that just have to be something. I've always been good at reading people, even through text and how people act online. Like, so I can see if people uh, the the change is just the slightest. Like that's what. That's what I mean, why I mentioned you as well, because I saw that instantly as soon as you began almost that, okay, things are changing for the better here. That's good to see. Yeah, and definitely. So, so I can, I can, uh, I have been blessed in that, uh, with that gift to be able to read people easily in my, in, in my head. Uh, some people will say, well, it can be a bad thing, but I use it like, okay, so I can, I can easily see if what I say to people are helpful for them. I can see that instantly. I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to. It to be a big thing for me to be able to see it. 
And that small little thing is good enough for me. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Big time. That's awesome to hear, man. Well, we're almost at an hour. So what are your final words on to everybody else out there who is listening? What are your final words and advice and tips on going out there and finding your direction, your path as an artist? Well, the best uh, best thing is make sure it's your path and you're not fooling yourself and taking someone else's. Hmm. Because that's that's the problem right now that many seems to do. Many, <clears throat> like we talked about, see things on social media and, okay, I want to do that. Hmm. Make sure you want to do it. No, get to know yourself. And that goes out to everybody, not just artists. Get to know yourself. Totally. Listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. And now now, now we are done here, Clayton. I, I, I think we should delete this podcast because after this podcast, people will, will not think I'm such a big a prick. My whole, my whole title, my whole existence on, uh, online will, will smolder. What would people... I can't be... I, I'm a big bad admin and now I'm <laughs> talking here and being all, be all wise and all, all about it. That doesn't work like that. Oh, Rick. <laughs> I think you like to think you're a big bad admin, but you're a you're a soft mushy thing on the inside, just like the rest of us. Uh, no, Sorry to tell up. you, man. <laughs> you shut up. No, it's nah. uh, it's been a pleasure it's as good. always. Yeah, it was good catching up with you. Absolutely. Well, to all the listeners out there, thanks so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you once again. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, keep on creating, keep on practicing, and we'll see you back here in the next episode.